Luther. I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome everyone to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 32, the show that asks to see the 9.2 news. Each episode we'll check in, have some laughs, and talk about the lore of Warcraft one or two topics at a time. My name is Ali, the one who had absolutely nothing for this joke, and I'm joined by the one that talks to corporate like a boss. It's Jin. Yeah, I don't know why I'm talking to corporate, but I guess I do it like a boss. So yeah, that's where I am. Yep. Because 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 of your exciting news at work. Oh yeah, that's true. I didn't really talk to corporate. Corporate was like, "Hey, how you doing? You're promoted. Congrats." I was like, "Oh, thank you. I appreciate that." <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, fancy, fancy promotion, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm very happy about it. So yeah. Good, good news all around. Yeah, good news. So it was a good day on Monday, and today is also a good day because it's Tuesday, and we get to talk about the silly stuff. Yeah. Yay. Good, week. good. What have you been up to? Well, speaking about it, it's been a good week. Um, hey, remember this whole 75 hard thing? This is day 70 today. So Yay, unless that's you're, so exciting. Unless you're a patron, like, uh, I'm going to be done by the time you hear this episode, everybody. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be done. So uh, this is the last time you can hear me uh, talk about how cool it is. That's uh, not true. I'm probably going to talk about it next time. <laughs> <laughs> when you do it again. <laughs> no, I'm going to no, no, tell you about what was cool about it and all that kind of stuff and what I liked about it. But right now, I'm just excited that I only have five days left. <laughs> and in six days, I'll have a donut. And the donut will be... Glorious and beautiful. And I'm very excited for that donut because it, it is. I have not had one. No cheats. No cheating. So, um. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, no cheating because if you cheat, the rule is you got to start over. Right. And I was not about to do that because uh, I don't know if you notice, everybody. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. And I was yeah, not no, going to. Yeah. Nope. 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 Wasn't going to fail because that would mean that <laughs> very important holidays would have been, uh, boring <laughs> or you know not as fun so there you go that's, that's not that. satisfying yes not satisfying <laughs> not nearly as satisfying as they as they could or should be so yeah but yeah I've, I've been having a good time and uh besides all that goofy day 70 of 75 hard um did you know my collective renown is now up to i think it's like 200 almost yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because uh, well, I mean, I kind of cheated. I didn't really cheat. I was a little sad well, because I was like, okay, I can swap freely now because I was renowned eighty with the Necrolords. I'm gonna go over here and see what that's going on. Let's see, you know, grass is greener, all that kind of stuff. Since it's free, you just pop back and forth. And uh, yeah, I found out about that little item that you can buy. And it just sets you to forty renown. You can still do the campaign story, everybody. That was, that was the important thing. I wanted to make sure you could do the campaign. Uh, as a matter of fact, you pretty much are super encouraged to do it because you don't get the third uh, soul bind until you finish the campaign. So true, true. Yeah. So uh, General Draven is not my buddy yet. <laughs> so uh, waiting on him uh, with me and my vent here. Uh, I think I'm about probably halfway through. 
I was a little sad though. So here's here's my little sad story. Is I started going through the quest line before I found out about that forty renowned set thing. So right. uh, <laughs> I'm at like renowned forty three when I should have been at like renowned fifty something by now. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so the good news is that we're, that, that I learned. It's called I learned my lesson. And I bought two more, and I went and sent my renown to <laughs> on the uh, the Night Fae and uh, freaking Kyrian to forty. I was like, all right, that way I don't forget to do that and like waste renown again. So yeah, there we go. That's what I've been up to. So for those who don't know, where do you find this item? Oh, uh, it's uh, it's very important. It's because it's a weird spot. It's a very weird spot. Uh, when you go up to the top of Orbos and you're about to go fly on the little the f- transport, the, f- the flight, the flight master. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> you fly with the transporting and then the, the, yeah. the, the wings and the stuff. Yeah, there is a, there's a broker standing next to the flight master and you talk to him and that's where all the heirloom stuff is. So you can also upgrade your heirloom weapons to work up to oh, 60, I believe. And you can okay. upgrade your armor, work up to 60. Uh, that's the expensive stuff. Um, the setting it to 40 renown, that's only 500 gold. So it's actually super cheap. So grab yourself three of those. Oh, and they are account bound. So you can just boop, send them over to your alts as well. Ooh, that's really nice. That is a weird spot for it. I don't know where I would put it, but I wouldn't think of putting it there. Yeah, I was running around in the little hall of curiosities going, where is this guy? Where, where is he? And then I looked at the map. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's upstairs. Okay. Or downstairs. One of those, I, I don't. Orbos is weird. I don't actually know it's if upstairs. the flight master is up or down. <laughs> I don't actually know. It's up. Okay. If you look out at the beautiful skybox that's currently ruined by the Maw, it is up. Although it still looks awesome in its own way, even though it's ruined by the Maw. Yeah, yeah. It's ruined. Yeah. yeah. It's ruined. But yeah, that's what I'm doing. I've actually been playing quite a bit, too, because, you know, when you uh, when you allow me to do storylines on the one character I like to play, I actually play a lot. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, I think I'm halfway through the uh, the Ventir one. Um, it's not. It's about what I've heard um, from the Ventir one. It was like, go give me some necklaces. Yeah, that's what something's <laughs> been doing so far. <laughs> <laughs> they they like their bling. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. So the, the necklaces not that interesting so far. Um, but uh, I will pay more attention when I get to the Night Fae. Night Fae's next, so uh, I'll, I'll get there soon. Probably by next time because. It's been, it's been fun. I've been liking it. Yeah. But anyway. That's good. How have you been? What have you been up to, Allie? Um, not as much as I would like because busy with offline stuff and podcasting and whatnot. But I finally got a chance to do Payne Smith on Heroic. It's a pain. And he's Smith. As you would. I mean, he Smith the pain. And boy, does he Smith the pain. It's actually, it's not too bad. It's just... Getting used to where to put the traps and the timing of the traps and the spikes and some RNG placements here and there. That kind of thing. It's just a matter of getting it down. But we made good progress on our first night. We got them down to, what did I tell you, Jen? Like 3%, I think? Yeah, something like really it. low. Seven, three. It was single digits. Single di- digit percentage is what we got them down to. So hopefully this week. And I wasn't healing my best. I work kicked my butt last week. Things happened. It's fine. But that means when I got to healing, I Thursday night, I was I was done. So it wasn't my best healing. I kind of got carried. It was embarrassing. 
I apologize to the other healers later, but <laughs> it's a new week and we got enough to get two options in our vault, which I have not checked yet today. I'll do that after the recording. So hopefully we're all getting some ups and we will get a chance to kill Paintsmith, hopefully. hopefully. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we were. Oh, wait. Do, we were yeah. very close to Sylvanas kill. We're so close. <laughs> Actually, did we get our... Did we get our Painsmith kill? I think you did. I was spying on you. I was watching Seraphis' stream. Pretty sure you got him. We did. Yeah, yeah you did. It was like you, uh, it was towards the end of the night, and yeah, it was because we you had were like three on people guardian, alive. Guardian, the first one. I, I That's was... right. We did try Guardian. You're right. I forgot that. It was just such a dirty, horrible kill, and I was so frustrated with my healing that I forgot we killed him. Hey, we killed Painsmith. Ta-da! Congrats. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> And I've been doing, trying to get my Corthia dailies in when I can, because I'm really, I really want to get that up to six. But I have to say the changes in 915 definitely makes that grind feel a lot better. You fill up that bar a lot quicker, which yeah. is really nice. It makes me very happy. So that's been cool. I like Corthia anyways. It's just at the same time, I like it, but I want to get it done, at least get to six. So I'm, I'm almost there. And that's about it. There's a lot more I wanted to do. I've done a couple of mount runs here and there. Nothing too exciting to report on. So hopefully, hopefully in a few weeks, I'll have a little more playtime. But yeah, that's about it for me. No, speaking of mounts, you want three free mounts? Go buy that friggin' uh, set you to 40 uh, renown. You get three mounts. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to do that at some point. I definitely, I mean, I still want to level up my alts that I have designated for each of the covenants. But... I kind of also, I want to get to, I have a feeling we're going to be in Shadowlands for a bit. So I feel like I, I'm going to get a chance to do that on my clothy and on a different two. Like I want to get all the transmogs and all that. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I want the, I want the jelly kitty. Jelly kitty's pretty awesome. Yep. Have it on my death night. No, not yet. Maybe. I don't know. I'll have to look it up later. I'm yeah, assuming it's your death night. I believe that's the one that's in the neck. What is my death night? Yes, I know. I know it's my death night. I just, for life me can't remember if I actually got the jelly kitty yet or not or not on her. I feel like I would have remembered. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I'll keep track of your pets. <laughs> I'm insulted. How dare you not keep track of my pets? Uh, you sorry. should know every. No, I don't care. It's <laughs> fine. You don't. Need, the fact that you remembered I killed Painsmith and I didn't remember it. Says a lot right there. Well, so. I mean, I just remember I was, was I was spying on uh, on you or whatever we were uh, right there, and I was like, I was like, oh look, they made it to guarding the first one. It's cool. That's a fun little fight. Yeah, that's a good one. It is. It is actually fun sometimes to whisper you when you're raiding. That way, DBM tells me when you wipe or when you kill something, and I'm like, I'm cheering at you from a distance. I don't know if you feel that, but it's happening. Mm -hmm. It's like Bet Midler from a distance. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Exactly. <laughs> Beautiful, just like that. Just like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, and just one quick reminder for everybody who is interested in a little bit of Dungeons and Dragons. Make sure that you stop by Saturday, which is actually going to be this Saturday, Saturday the 20th at 3 p.m. Pacific to watch, uh, you know, Allie and myself and some lovely other folks play some Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. I'm excited. I am super excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah, just a quick little reminder. We, we gave you all the details last episode, but just wanted to just to 
get that in there and say, hey, Plant Dungeons and Dragons, come watch. <laughs> well, something else beautiful. What are we drinking tonight? We're drinking tea. Yeah, it's blueberry mint iced tea that you found on a BBC website. So I had to, to keep telling Google, I was like, hey, how many so-and-so's <laughs> grams is this announces? How many such-and-such is this? <laughs> it's true. I also did a milliliters to cups conversion for that. Yeah. Because I am not smart. But <laughs> it worked out. It's So it's peppermint tea that you, you, you make with you know, tea bags and whatnot. And then you smoosh up some blueberries. And then you just add some extra blueberries for garnish. And like a, a, little, just a little bit of sugar. Or you can go without. It's fine. And then you do some mint and lemon for garnish. It uh, it actually turned out pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. It's just pretty good. I'm gonna drink the rest of it when I'm done here because it's super yummy. <laughs> yeah, it's yummy, and it's it's actually kind of summery. This is a good like summery kind of drink. Yeah, yeah. I think that was talking about. It's like you could take it on a picnic, and I was like, actually, I would totally I take this on a picnic. Yeah, this is very yeah. good. I, I, I think it talked about filling up a bottle or a flask, and that cracked me up. Yeah, you know. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my blueberry peppermint iced tea in a flask, <laughs> take it to the picnic <laughs> in a flask. <laughs> I don't know why, but that one got me. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I paid that much attention to that, but okay. in a flask. <laughs> I, I, I have room in my flask. Thank you very much. I think I missed a flask. I don't. I don't own a flask, so I wasn't like, laughing at that. So. I had one quite a while ago. I don't know if I still have it. Yeah. I don't need to sneak uh, into sports games because I don't go to sports games. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. All right. Well, uh, yeah. so uh, the, the Patreon thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's your turn. It's, it's funny when you do it. <laughs> oh, oh, hi. <laughs> because I'm super awkward. I think Jen just likes to laugh when I'm super awkward. Uh, hey, I'm being awkward. But do you like supporting awkward shows that talk about hobbies and interests that you're also into? I do. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just can't. And the giggles that we were just starting the show. Ooh. Do you find yourself giggling with us when we giggle yeah. or talking with us while you're listening in the car or on a walk or on the train? If you answered yes to any of these or just laughed when we laughed, stay tuned until the end of the show to find out how you can keep this show and our habits and giggles going. And peppermint tea. Mm, peppermint. peppermint. And a flask. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't know why. Why are they putting in a flask? I don't know why you would put peppermint tea in a flask. <laughs> Apparently it's what they do for picnics. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, speaking of good one, at least this news is actually pretty decent. Yeah, so we got some decent news for the ongoing ABK issues, which this is, we have no news based on, you know, DFEH and EEOC and all the various initials out there. But uh, back on the 4th, a better ABK on Twitter reported that contract workers, you know, that means QA and other contract workers that I own no titles of, and I apologize, are being forced to take mandatory unpaid leave during the holidays. But we actually got an update on that just last night. Blizzard is changing it so that all temporary workers, and I'm assuming that means contract workers, 
will receive the Thanksgiving and winter breaks as paid time off. They're going to increase the minimum hourly rate, which has been a huge point of issue and complaint from the contract workers. They're raising it to $17 an hour, which is something. It's still a little rough, especially in California, but that's definitely an improvement. As of January 1st, all temporary workers will receive 13 paid holidays each year. And their agency partners have agreed to match the sick paid time off that they offered the Blizz temp employees, increasing the number of accruable sick time to nine days each year, which is a benefit that full-time employees already have. And they're going to begin new career growth and learning programs as part of temporary workers development. They haven't sorted the details for that yet. So that is to come down the road, but they say they're going to do it, which is good because that's definitely one of the issues that has been going on as well. Because every time their contract is up, they have to reapply for that contract. And a lot of them just feel stuck and they can't actually move into the company. They can't get their foot in the door, even though that's kind of what that role is supposed to be. Let's get your foot in the door. So that will be good. Hopefully some of this still seems kind of a little minimal, but it's an improvement. Well, if that's an improvement, um, I wouldn't have wanted to have the, whatever the position was previously. So what is that? Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, that's about, honestly, I'm looking at that. That's, it wasn't a temporary position, but a lot of what I'm seeing there reminds me of when I first started in my, my job. So Luckily, at my career, I was able to to step up, and there and there was that. So hopefully, they do you know extend that you know the learning programs and and you know actually offering that career growth because I think that's always one of the the worst feelings is is feeling like you're stuck, like there's there's no there's no potential for growth and things like that. Because I've definitely felt that a couple times in my career. So yeah, for sure. Um, it's uh, it's always nice knowing that there is upward mobility, and that's one of the things that uh, I've uh, always kind of looked for, and, and one of the reasons I, I like my job. So been there for 14 years, so it's a good thing I like it. <laughs> it's been there for a long time. Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, this actually looks pretty decent. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not, not, not terribly uh, unhappy with it. $17 an hour, uh, especially in Southern California. But I think some of their, I think some of their temporary workers are actually in uh, other states. I think they have offices in other states. So Yeah, I think, uh, I think they're, some of their QA people are still in Austin, I think. Which actually, so I used to actually rate with a couple of people who worked in the Austin offices as GMs, if I remember right. And... I heard a couple times here and there about just how horrible the pay was and the environment was and the, some of the treatment. So I'm, I'm glad there's some improvement because, yeah, yeah that's good. It, it's something. It's still like there's some people that are saying this still just so minimal. And uh, yeah, kind of it kind of is, but it's it's an improvement. Yeah, it's like, like I said, it feels a little sad that that's an improvement, but uh yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. If that's an improvement, I guess we'll take it, and hopefully they can continue on improving as time goes on. Because, yeah, I, I I think that they deserve it. I agree. All right. Well, 
Would you like to jump into the main topic, I suppose? I sure would. Okay, yeah. Let's do this. What you talking about? 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 Oh, hey, just real quick, a little uh, added uh, flair in here. Just wanted to say we did get some 9.2 news after this episode was recorded. So, um, right, whenever we did mention 9.2, yeah, it's fine. We got the news. Um, clearly, I was wrong about the Emerald Dream thing. So, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Okay, uh, back to the show. As we are all getting eager for 9.2 news... More and more people are also talking about what could possibly happen for the next expansion. We've mentioned in passing what we think is going to happen. We've talked about it a bit on the Council of Beers Fall, but I thought we could take some time to just really dig into it, explore what others are saying, and check in to see what some of the listeners think. So starting off, what are our thoughts on what the next expansion might entail? All right, well... I, t- I took some notes here because um, you did. I love it. There are a couple of, and I'll be honest, this is, the, this is the best that I could come up with is themes. Okay, so we got themes here that I'm working with because um, traditionally, with the one exception of Mr. Pandaria, uh, pretty much every single one of the expansions have kind of focused around a main villain enemy. There's always a, even Shadowlands that feels kind of ephemeral and you don't really know what's going on it's the jailer right we all know it's the jailer um even miss a pandaria there's garage so i don't really necessarily know who i can say who's the bad guy right <laughs> so i don't, I don't really right, know right yeah um but so my two themes that i'm kind of looking at uh right now is number one is is light theme so we, we have it's like okay we can take about the light and um i Put down a couple kind of bullet points that I'm going to go through. Uh, number one, we got Yurel. Okay, Yurel, she was a great character. Probably one of the best things to come out of uh, Warlords of Draenor. And right. Uh, probably the only thing that I really enjoyed was that character. And um, yeah, I just think it would be a fun to bring her back, especially since she's a little, uh, little, little crazy at the moment or um, little, you know, you like go light a little too much. <laughs> I guess that's how I'll put it. Um, but anyway, yeah, that, that works. <laughs> I, I like that, uh, that thread. Uh, you can do a lot of really cool storytelling with that. Um, I wouldn't necessarily want her to be the main bad guy, but, uh, <laughs> you could do it. <laughs> All right. Um, Next up, we got Turalyon. Turalyon's sitting on the throne. He's a big old Life Forge dude. He's like, hey, I'm a, a Turalyon. Right? Okay. Just like that. It hurt him. Just just like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, and that is one of the things that I've kind of been curious about. It's like, what do they actually plan for Turalyon? Uh, particularly, you know, after the whole, um, like, um... I think one of the, the biggest ones that I, that I was curious about was uh, from Shadows Rising. Uh, you know, like, you know, him and Alaria are working together, like, the, you know, the the Void and the Light are coming together and, you know, doing some fun stuff or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, that that's a way to phrase it, yeah. Yeah. They're doing so- some fun stuff. <laughs> 
you know, torturing people for information. They're doing some fun stuff. They're doing some real fun stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so my next little bullet point, I'm going to skip over that for now because I got some cool stuff uh, that we can go over. Um, that, uh, it's been a while since anyone's brought this up, but anyway, like I said, skip it over that. Okay. The next one is uh, pretty obvious since it's right there in our face, especially if you're going through the questing and Fender Revadress area again, which is the Ember Ward. So it's a lot of fun stuff, a lot of, a lot of interesting um, threads that you can pull on, like, hey, the, the light attacked. Why did they attack? We're probably kind of assuming that it had to do with the the Dreadlords doing Dreadlordy things. Right. So that's kind of like where I'm going with the light. Okay, let's come on back to bullet point number three. And this one is so freaking cool. And I don't even think this podcast existed when this stuff came out. So we didn't really it did talk not. about it. It did not. Yeah. <laughs> so the one thing that I read that I uh, it was really excited to see, and I hope they use something, was the Scarlet Crusade propaganda that went out there. <laughs> it's that was pretty sweet. That was that was a lot of fun. Okay, and if you don't know what the Scarlet Crusade propaganda is, I'm just going to read some some tidbits here. I got I got it pulled up here. So, all right. So, knowing that our dear Princess Kalia was assassinated by traitor Rin and raised as undead in a pang in our hearts, brothers and sisters. So, remember this is the Scarlet Crusade talking here, and they're claiming that it was Anduin. It was Anduin that killed Kalia. Not Sylvanas, right? Remember, it was Sylvanas we read before the storm. Spoilers. Right. <laughs> if you didn't read the book, it was Sylvanas that killed Kalia. Okay. All right. But do not lose hope. King Terranus's dynasty will yet live on. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the, the name of this letter is called The Last Menethil. Hmm. Very interesting. It continues a little bit. It says... It was well-guarded secret that during the late days of her father's reign, Princess Kalia was a nobleman, or was wed, <laughs> wed a nobleman of the Arathi bloodline. The Arathi bloodline. What? <laughs> the prideful Arsis demanded that this truth remain hidden until he himself had wed and sired an heir. Of course, that never came to be. Because Lich King. Whoops. But a child was indeed born. So apparently Callie has a child, according to this. Again, it's propaganda, because, but you never know. All right, so Princess Callie gave birth to a son. Yes, an heir to the Menethil throne. Sadly, the princess was separated from her husband and child during a scourge attack. Her family was presumed dead. Mm. That's so sad. But let joy fill your hearts, friends, for the child was saved. The young prince was rescued by a good-hearted citizen of Lordaeron. He has been kept sheltered and safe all these years by members of the Scarlet Brotherhood. We have him in a secure location that must, for obvious reasons, remain secret. Of course. Mm -hmm. We had intended to reunite the young heir with his mother. Sadly, the traitor king of the Alliance had Princess Kalia murdered by his banshee lover. <laughs> that one made me laugh so hard when I read that. <laughs> right. The abomination that now walks this land is not Princess Kalia. Retribution will fall upon all these monsters. Lordaeron is for the living. <laughs> Alright, you get the idea. <laughs> so I think we've just figured out where Mulganus has been. He disguised himself <laughs> as an infant. 
<laughs> and it's actually being, you know, protected by the Scarlet Crusade, unbeknownst to them, because they have issues of not realizing, you know, dreadlords and whatnot. Dreadlords. And um, yeah, I maybe that's maybe that's where Malgans has been this entire time. Yeah. Okay. Shenanigans. So yeah, like I said, that's my. <laughs> I had to. Let's <laughs> talk about shenanigans, right? <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, so yeah, that was my light-themed options that we can dive further into. So anyway, that's the, that's the main theme that I'm, that I'm thinking that they're going for. Next up, dragon-themed. Dragons. Yeah. Like truck door. Yes. <laughs> okay. So obviously, we got the first one. We get you, Sarah. The ever, never-ending, oh, my heart. And obviously, I haven't, heart. Got, I haven't got there yet, but I know it exists. Well, you have to go tell Alex Straza, Sarah still loves you. <laughs> Basically. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Apparently, don't do that as a, as a death knight, though, because Alex Straza is still mad at you. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, we got the Sarah stuff. Um, don't feel like that's totally wrapped up. We got out again, Alex Straza, all kind of timed in. Again, we got a little tie in there with Ysera and also the Emerald Dream and then possibly Elune because now I'm not saying that 9.2 won't wrap up that storyline because it could, right? Tyrande has gone like, I'm not the Night Warrior anymore. I'm kind of the Night Warrior. I'm just not angry Night Warrior anymore. I don't know. I don't actually know what the state <laughs> of Tyrande is. Seems like they've de-Night Warrior. Her. I mean, I think that's I think that was the the vibe that they were they were going there. Anyway. We still got to deal with the Emerald Dream. I'm still hoping that I'm going to be right. That we'll go to Net Emerald Dream in 9.2. But hey, it could hey it could be in the next expansion. I don't know. Anyway, so we got all that. And then obviously, we got two more fun things. We got Rathion. What's Rathion up to? Because last we heard of him was in BFA. Right? BFA. And he, he helped us with Nazoth. Right? But that wasn't the first time that we heard about him. All right? Because the other time is... Hey, in 915, if you haven't actually seen this quest, you can go solo it now. Which is basically, you have to go do a bunch of whole lot, a lot of island expeditions, and every now and then you get these little special items, and they say, Hey, go take this to a guy. He really wants to see this. One of the ones that I got was go take it to a random dude up in, like, I don't know, it was like Northrend or uh, Stormheim, one of those two. And they're like, Oh, you thought, <laughs> you thought Helia was dead? You're an idiot. <laughs> Did you just mix Northrend and Stormine? Well, you know, like, you know, like Vrykel people. Vrykel stuff. Easy idea. So it's like, uh-huh. I was talking to a Vrykel. They're in both. I gotcha. I gotcha. It's fine. <laughs> I do think it's in Stormheim, but it's continuing. Yeah, I think it's in Stormheim as well. But, you know. Yeah, <laughs> th- that's a good one. Yep. Yeah, so they're like, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-mm. Hell yeah, coming back. Hey, she did. She totally came back. She's like, hey, hey guys, I'm back. Anyway. And then we also got, um, oh, what I'm going with is, yeah, there's also like a dragon scale. You can get like a dragon scale and you go talk to like a, I think it's like a black dragon agent or something like that over in Black Wing Descent, I think is is where they're hanging out. And they're like, oh, yeah, Rathian. Rathian's looking for the Dragon Isles. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, I'll do it. I just got to do it. Absolutely. Good yeah, call. Good call. Yeah, yeah. So he's looking for the Dragon Isles. <laughs> and then he had to stop looking and come help us at the end of the expansion, but probably went back to looking afterwards. So 
that's another option is Dragon House because hey, it's official. It's in the game. It actually mentioned it. It's not just like some weird data mind crap, right? That uh, or some what is it? What was it like concept art from back in classic where they were thinking about doing uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Anyway. And then one more final thing that you could do with the dragon theme, because there's lots of dragons that you pull pull threads on, is Murazond. We got Murazond. Because, you know, what is it? Yeah, you know, timey-wimey dude. He's still timey-wimey dude, not like, I'm going to break all the timelines, dude. <laughs> Plus, we got infinite pirate dragons, so maybe we're not done. Well, yeah, there you go. Infinite, infinite dragons. With, with infinite, yep. Infinite yep. dragon flight. And there's all sorts of crazy crap that you could do there is because there's still like, I think that there was a, like going back to like Rathian little thing where it's like, oh, look for the dragon owls. I think there was another thing where you find out that the twilight dragon is still, the twilight dragons are still a thing. Uh, they're not completely dead. Sinestra might still actually be around even though we killed her. <laughs> oh boy. For her sake, I hope she's just resting in peace well i i <laughs> stranger things could happen because apparently technically she was dead and she was brought back um yeah because yeah true. i read night of the dragon um not the greatest of the books um but yeah she was like a uh, undead in that book when she was creating the twilight dragons <laughs> right so yeah yeah fun time uh good old syntharia hmm yes yeah, so uh, apparently there are more Twilight Dragon eggs below Grim Toll, so uh, keep your eyes peeled down there too. Anyway, so those are my two main themes of expansions of where we're, I'm thinking that it could possibly be. And then obviously, you could easily just take all that stuff and combine them together and make one big cool expansion. Yeah, so that's true. Because obviously, I mean, look at Shadowlands. We're dealing with Tyrande silly stuff. We're dealing with the Jailer. We're dealing with other things that I could easily pull out of my butt right now and say that there are threads and quest lines, but I've totally forgotten. Oh, like Bolvar and we oh Sylvanas is still doing things. You get the idea. Right. Multi- multiple pans of the fire things, sayings, things. <laughs> Whatever. Fires. <laughs> Why Why are there pens in the fire, Jin? I don't know. I think it's irons in the fire. I don't know. It's a saying and I've totally butchered it. We're just gonna keep going because I don't care anymore. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now that I've talked for a while, what do you think the next expansion <laughs> is going to be? It's going to be called Pets in the Fire. <laughs> oh, sorry, I had to. So I actually completely agree with the whole... <laughs> I'm being serious now. I completely agree with the uh, dragon theme stuff because I, I have been super convinced for a while now that we will finally see Dragon Isles and I think that was going to come a lot of things with the dragon aspects and what they've been up to what Rathion's doing I feel like Cadgar probably has gone in search of the Dragon Isles as well for you know search of knowledge and whatnot especially because there you know might be some like oh god ties there and there might be a little something something going on there and you know, dragons. So I really have been really convinced for a while now that we'll see that. And I agree with everything you said for the dragon theme stuff. And actually that Emerald Dream tie-in might be part of how they bridge the gap between Shadowlands and the next expansion, maybe? Because I've been be. trying to figure out how they're... Right? Because if they go to, back to Azeroth, I've been trying to figure out 
where that bridge gap is. Also, while figuring out how they may have tweaked the Shadowlands story with having to probably drop 9.3 and whatnot, but that's a whole other story. But there's also possibility that while the Jailer is the big bad, this expansion, and they told us as such, did they actually say we're going to kill him in Shadowlands? Oh, I don't remember them I don't saying think that. So. I think we're just going to go fight him. So we, we, we may not actually kill him. So that might be part of that bridge gap too. But I, there's a lot of like loose threads and we'll actually talk about some of them later that I would love to see more info about. But I think it's going to be dragons. I think players hopefully are going to get a lot of things they've been wanting for a while, like player housing. I know it's not a story thing, but <laughs> hopefully we finally get it. Maybe. Well, before we before we start moving on into some of our other bullet points here that we need to, to go through, I am actually very curious because uh, obviously I don't have much of an answer because right, otherwise I would have said so. But who do you think the possible? Let, let's just go ahead and, and use the, the assumption that okay, this could be Dragon. What was the Dragon Isles? We're going to the Dragon Isles. There's going to be a zone per Dragon Flight, right? Like that would kind of make sense. We got all that kind of stuff going on. Okay, who do you think? the big bad could possibly be if it was mostly like dragons, right? <laughs> that is a really good question. Yeah. Now. Like I feel like the logical choice is a corrupted Rathion. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was like, but I, was like, I don't know if that's right, but that was the first thing that came to mind. Has Medro's been right all along? <laughs> <laughs> We will see. <laughs> he would be very happy if he was. Let's just say that. Yeah, honestly, I think an actual, um, an excellent um, possible like big bad, but at the same time, we wouldn't, you couldn't do it, is Murazond would be a fun, like, you know. That was another thought. Antagonist. But at the same time, we know technically when he dies already. So you can't really do that. Because he what dies if Zalatath? What what if Zalatath is a big bad? Uh, that that would work because I mean there's supposedly mm -hmm. like you know uh, old god tie-ins to to the right. dragon Isles, supposedly. And maybe we come back because I, I I think we're gonna see more of like in shadow stuff. They've been hinting at it with Anduin, and like you mentioned, we have the whole Terrellian and Ilaria thing. Having having fun with the light and shadow, so. I, I think there's going to be some more Light and Shadow mentioned to help us bridge the gap into the next expansion since they like to do these, you know, in like sets of like three expansions or whatever they've said in the past. Yeah. But I can see, I can see some old God influence yeah, maybe so trickling the, in. The fun thing, if you think about it, the, that would mean Shadowlands is technically the middle expansion because it would go BFA, Shadowlands, and then whatever the heck this one is, right? Because... It was, it would have been, in my opinion, Missa Pandaria, Warlords of Draenor leading into Legion, and Legion was kind of like the bum, 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 the, the kind of capstone, right? Yeah. Because, well, Legion, sure, it led into Battle for Azeroth. It was far more, I don't know, hey, Thor got stuck in the planet, now this is right, right? It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> yeah, as there, like... Yeah, there was a, there was a bit of a, there was a conclusion to that trio of expansions, even though there are a lot of clue conclusions we didn't get. But yeah, I think you're right with that. 
Right. So then BFA was like, hey, everybody, let's bring Jane back. Jane's great. Uh, <laughs> and I agree. Um, and yeah, and then Jane is, and she's still here. It's pretty sweet. I like that. Um, and I don't know. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, who could be, like, the through line. The Because obviously one of the big ones with, uh, we got Mists leading into World of Draenor was Garrosh, right? Uh, and then you had Goldan tying into Legion. So, so then in this one, Battle for Azeroth, it was Sylvanas going into uh, Shadowlands. So, anyone? I mean, I guess if it's a Dragon Isle themed, it could be Ysera tying into the whatever the next one is. All right, it's kind of like her dealio, right? That might, might, might be fun. Could be. It could also be an Anduin thing if he survives Shadowlands. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, for sure. Maybe? I could definitely see but that. But that's a big if. Like, we, we really, at this point, have no idea. I don't know. What his outcome's going to be. I mean, we got old man Anduin on a spaceship. Come on. He totally has to survive. Or else someone's going to have to never really explain things. anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're right. It very easily could be they could they could use uh, Anduin to tie things in, but I don't know. Like Anduin feels more like the where he could just be like the I don't know, like the almost like the Bolvar or the Jaina or the you know like that role. Yeah, where they're they're there, they're helping us out. Blah 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 blah. blah. You get the idea, but um, I don't really. I mean, unless he he survives but isn't freed from the corruption, that would be interesting because he did mention in the latest cutscene where he's like I feel part of myself slipping more and more away so so we deal with the jailer and and it was like I'm I'm like a bad guy now I'm a bad guy <laughs> yeah, what what if this is what so we saw you know that little like tendril of void you know like slipping out of his sleeve right in shadows rising mm-hmm. so what what if everything that happened here what if he somehow we managed to save him we bring him back to Azeroth and what if this is the final push into being a full-on shadow priest? What if the jailer just breaks him enough that he just I gets all cozy with the void? I think he'd just be a shadow priest. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like lots of players are shadow priests, and we don't call them bad guys, so. <laughs> be a little rude and presumptuous of us if we did. <laughs> so. It would. Yes, yes, it would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really know. I, I'm kind of curious to, to see uh, where it is, because... Like, honestly, right now, I'm not seeing any, um, actually, now that I'm kind of thinking about it, you know who would be a fun character that we probably won't possibly meet, which we, we kind of did meet in 9.1, but not really, but we could totally meet in 9.2 and then carry us into, uh, 10.0, Elune. that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. There has been Elune stuff happening. Yeah. I think that would be a fun one. Ooh. That would maybe, be maybe you, maybe all the night elves can get their uh, can get their revenge, and Alun is the main antagonist, and then <laughs> in the <Ooh>. next expansion. <laughs> maybe. Oh, what was it? So, in in prep for this, I I was going through various uh, YouTuber, you know, bigger name content creator YouTubers, and seeing you know what some of their thoughts were on the next expansion, and one of them was saying something about how. Maybe Elune is actually the goddess of death. And I didn't actually click on the link to watch the video, but that was the like 
gotcha grab title of the video. So it's like <laughs> the clickbait. <laughs> click it. You want to click it? I'm like, I'm not gonna click it because Luna is not might the kind of subject. Might have been right. Maybe Bellular. I forget whose it was. Um, but yeah, like we 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 since we don't really know, who knows, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have no idea. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, who could be, like, a bad guy that's tying us in. Oh, another good one. Denathrius. Denathrius could be a fun tie-in because he's Daddy D. Yeah, and that, that, that feels a little more fitting because he's a bad guy. He wants bad things to be done. Those are stupid bad things. And then the Dreadlords. And you could just be like, yeah, Dreadlords. Dreadlord shenanigans. And apparently, oh, we also got that one little quest item where Malganus was like, hey, um... This little thing between you and me, it's not done. <laughs> right. So. Right. Yep. 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 So it I was very be, excited about that. Could be Denathrius and or Malganus. Malganus might be fun. Let me bring, I'll bring all my Malganus back. I, <clears throat> I want to see a conversation between Denathrius and Rathion. Hmm. I feel like they both have these sassy quips and this personality. Like, I think it would be really entertaining to just kick back. That's too much sexy and, and in watch one room. It. You can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be like, the, like, okay, that aside, the conversation <laughs> itself would be really just the, the just to see their minds go to work, like, like arguing with each other or like bickering or whatever. I think it would be really entertaining. And now I want this. I'm just saying double thirst trap. Mm mm. That's a, it's, a, it's terrible. <laughs> Can't do this. Imagine, imagine the memes. Imagine the memes. <laughs> do it for the memes. Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, mm, do you have any, you have anyone else that could possibly be like bad guy tie in? Not as even necessarily the the bad guy, bad guy of the expansion. Just like who's getting us there? I mean, that seems to be. Well, a, I'm somebody. Oh, that's I don't a great think one. he's the bad guy though. But he, we saw a lot of him in the own BFA. And we got a lot of him. Well, we got we got some of him in Shadowlands, not enough for my liking. And maybe somehow Ooh. he's part of a tie-in to the next one. Another good one. Another good one. Uh, going along that line, smacking my mic. I'm so excited. Uh, Vol'jin. Vol'jin's still hanging yeah? around. Yeah. Right? So he could be like, what's up, everybody? So I'm dead, but I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> you could do some fun stuff there. I, I like that. Yeah, totally. Oh man! Yeah. See, there's so many good, so many good options. I just don't know which ones really fit. I mean, even Calia. You know, we were talking about the Scarlet Crusade propaganda. True. True. She could finally do something other than just show up with, uh, you know, Talia. It's like, hey, here's your dad. I'm just gonna stand here and stare at my husband. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> They're not gonna actually converse or anything. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Never. It's fine. Yeah. So really quick, I do want to mention this just this one little thing. There were some reports with some players that uh, Turalyn, who has been keeping Anduin's throne warm, has gone missing. And I was really curious about this. And I was thinking that we could do this like, deep conversation about what this could mean. And then I saw Jen's note that this might be a phasing bug. So then I went right before we actually got on this call to go to the throne in Stormwind and sure enough, he's still sitting there. Yeah. So it could actually be a phasing bug. Yeah. I figure he's just had to take a shit or something. So he's just going to be back in a moment. <laughs> yeah, he had just he had to go have some fun with Light and Void with Larry. Right, it's right, fine. Right, Larry. It's like, hey, Larry, uh, give me a minute. Be right there. So, yeah, he's still there. 
stuff because I went and looked back again when I was like, I was seeing the reports. I was like, wait, what? I didn't hear nothing. And then I went back. I was like, oh, he's, he's still there. You just need to do like a quest or something. <laughs> right. I do. I do honestly wonder what the end of his story is going to be. Yeah. Because we have not only just the hilarious stuff, but we have the potential of the Ilganoth whispers that he may be a reference to. So I'm, I think I'm just really eager to know more. And so when I heard about him being gone, I was like, oh, what's happening? And it's it's probably nothing. Yeah. I'm Ilan, so sad. Ilan is so going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> when did Ilan enter? I don't know. He's going to come back. Uh-huh. I mean, it's entirely possible. We're bringing everybody back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might. It might. All right. So another thing I want to touch on, just because I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Tellison and Evatel in their lovely video. Tellison was talking about the... It was Mount Observation. About how these store mounts and sometimes the six-month mount subs sub mounts are a kind of hint to the new expansion. You know, if you look at the Vulpine Familiar and the Sylvian Dreamer, they were kind of, you know, little, little potential nods to Shadowlands stuff because we actually see some of them in Shadowlands, right? Then we had the Sapphire Skyblazer and the recently released Sunwarmed Furline Mount. Both of them, if they're on their flavor texts and well, if their titles talk, you know, it's it's things are warm, you know, Skyblazer. It's the Sunwarmed Furline. So he was bringing up that maybe there's some potential Blood Elf links because with the Sunwarmed Furline. You got the green eyes. There's green gems. You get this glowy red orangey fur that looks awesome, by the way. And that could point to the sun well. And both mounts also have descriptions that include being on Azeroth. So I'm really curious. What are your thoughts on all of this? I think it is definitely a possible uh, hint at what we may be getting. Um, it's one of the reasons why I'm thinking it may be... I don't know, kind of light themed is one of the, the very op- the options why I was throwing out there and not just saying it's totally going to be dragons. <laughs> I don't right. I don't really know. Like, um, so I'm, I'm thinking it could be something to do with the blood elves because I mean, I mean, if you want to get all weird and possibility, I mean, Sylvanas was basically a high elf living in from silver moon. So true. It have something to do with that. Maybe another tie-in there where Sylvanas is kind of back. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's a... Silver Moon is super overdue for an update. <laughs> Silver Moon is... So, last time I've been... So, the little bit of time that I have played Horde, uh, Silver Moon is always my favorite city. And then now every single time I go there, I'm like, this place is... Like, you can't fly, right? You still can't fly, right? No, that hasn't changed. It's, it's still janky. You can't fly... It's it's it looks a little janky. Like it it could use it could use some love, and I think plenty of Blood Elf players around the player base would be absolutely thrilled if they finally got that. Yeah. So I don't really know what they would do if they were you know you know updating Silver Moon whatever blah 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 blah. I don't friggin' know what that would have anything to do with it. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it has. I don't know. So let's see. The Blood Elves are now part of the alliance because uh, cross faction play is now a totally a thing. <laughs> so it really doesn't matter what faction you're in. 
Like, so there you go. That's, uh, uh, that's your Titan. <laughs> yeah. Blood Elves are like, oh, screw you, Horde. Uh, we're Ziggy you. And, uh, we're going to go back to the Alliance, just like in the Second War. Uh, because <laughs> those Eastern Kingdoms, it's just easier, right? So <laughs> it's just easier. See, I, it made me wonder if there is going to be something going on with the Sunwell. And I was so focused on that that I hadn't considered the fact that Sylvanas, you know, was a ranger of Silvermoon and that could that could be a thing. Yeah. Could be. Do I have anything to go off of? Yes, a cat. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty. It, did, did you see how you summon it? Uh, Yeah, you throw fish on the ground. Did I think that's amazing. Fish. I'm not even a cat person and I love that. That's adorable. Yeah. It is pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. So next up, I took a look at Akalon. I like some of his videos. And he was basically calling for Blizz to make an expansion of a player wish list. So back to basics on Azeroth in order to revitalize the wor- world of Azeroth. World. Uh, Dragon Isles. Dragon lore. So he's also thinking we get some... Some dragon business going on. And a couple little notes that he pointed out that I thought would be really cool. Having basically a Karazhan version of Torghast. Yeah, that could work. Do like the, uh, Maybe. Like the creepy inverted version of... Uh, yeah, yeah. Karazhan? Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Something like that. Like not necessarily like floors and layers and whatnot, but something something fun and different. They, ha- they, just, they did something unique things with Kara. And again, that's not necessarily lore-based... Unless you bring like Cadgar and Medivh into it. But I just I just thought that was really cool. And of course, player housing. A lot of people are thinking this is going to be the expansion. So we'll see. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if I want it. I'll be honest. I do. If they gave really it to do. me, I'd probably make a little pretty cool house. Put storage stuff on the walls. and I just don't know how much time I'd spend there. I, don't know. I did like The Sims, though, so I mean, I may actually wind up loving it, so. <laughs> you might. I mean, I have my little apartment in Ironforge picked out, so I feel like I'd have fun, you know, while I'm editing Dungeon Fables. My tune could be just kicking back my, my home. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how much uh, use I'd get in a player housing, but yeah, depends on how it's implemented, I suppose, because yeah. kind of hated garrisons. <laughs> at first, I really yeah, liked it. would be better, yeah. yeah. I really liked it at first. And then about three or four months in, I was like, yeah, this is boring. <laughs> I, just, I just like all my little pets walking around. I just yeah, want them to come hang out with me. That's all I want. I didn't I'll care about then. it because I kept having to go down to that stupid mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did one of my tunes too. That was a little rough. But I just brought that up because he also was mentioning, you know, Dragon Isles and more dragon lore. Yeah, I like dragons. Just like I, I, like, too. I like turtles. What? I also like dragons. <laughs> I like- I like turtles. <laughs> what what more information on dragons do you think you would want? Uh, I think it would be really fun if they, um, like I did watch the, uh, the Belly Live video today where we were talking a little bit about um, the dragons and some of the dragon lore and things like that where um, it was talking about the, the proto-drakes origins and things like that where... Um, yeah, you, know, you could bring in the things like, um, like where did the proto drakes originally originate from? According, I believe, according to Chronicle, it talked about how they were originally, you know, elementals basically, and elementals basically became flesh, and that's how the proto drakes um, showed up 
right? So be interested to, to see how that kind of played out and, you know, the um, all of that, you know, an actual answer is, is that really what happened? Um, you know, I could always use some more fun Odin talk because I like Odin, even right. though he's a big jerk. Right. Why was he so mad about the dragons? Was it just that he felt that everyone was shirking their duties or was there something more there? I don't know. Um, I thought that was a, a fun thing that you could add in there. And then, hey, um, another fun idea that you could do is you, know, you want to resurrect Galakron? Yeah, that'd be fun. Let's bring him back. <laughs> He's never been in the game other than a skeleton. Let's bring him, let's bring him back. Uh, that'll be fun. Um, See, I'm, I'm wondering if somehow we find a way to help them get their powers back. Make them aspect again? Yeah. Yeah, make them, make them all aspecty. But who would be who would be the Earth aspect? Is it going to be Rathion, or is it going to be Ebonhorn? Because that's probably a better choice. <laughs> yeah, Rathion is on a mission of something. Ebonhorn would be better. Yeah, I agree. He's a little more yeah. cool headed. <laughs> yeah, which is rare for you know the Black Flight. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so. I just want to touch on potential loose threads that we might see in the next expansion and kind of see if we have any thoughts on how this might impact our expansion and stories and whatnot. Starting with the sword in Nazareth. Nah. Do you think we're going to deal with it next expansion? It's just going to stay there. Nah. This is permanent fixture. It's not going anywhere. Maybe goblins are going to dig it out and turn it into like an apartment complex or something. Yeah. Sky high rise apartments. <laughs> <laughs> Bad location, though. No one wants to live in Solith. This place sucks. Um, it's true. It's true. So, I mean, that's that's just a bad investment. No, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you're not going to get any of your money back. Mm-mm. That's, that's bad. That's bad. Right. So, that's yeah, bad. I think uh, there's a sword in Nazareth, and it's just uh, there's a sword in Nazareth now. It's, what are you going to do? Oh, well. <laughs> I think it's going to come to play at some point because... You know, she's wounded. She's bleeding. <laughs> Your wounds. And we didn't, like, heal her, right? So uh, I have a feeling that that's going to show up at some point. I mean, I'd be, like, a big deal, but just I feel I feel like we need a little more there. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, if we're going down this route, I mean, you could go, like, is Azeroth ever going to wake up? Right? Yeah. She is, she gonna, be, is she going to hatch? going to be a titan, not just titan soul or right, world soul or whatever. I, I want her to wake up and pull that sword out of her back and then use it like just some B.A. Titan. Yeah. That'd Very be cool. action sequence kind of thing. Mm hmm. That'd be pretty I cool. I see it in my head. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right. So we started seeing a bit some alliance unrest. You know, Taronda and Anduin disagreeing with how to handle things. Not everyone likes again and when doesn't always listen again again gets frustrated things like we're, we're starting to see you know that it might be alliance's turn for once to actually have issues amongst the leadership do you think we're going to see more of that and if it's is it going to come into play yeah i honestly think um whether it happens this expansion or not i mean let's just say if they go more for the light themed kind of expansion where that's the main it's kind of Stuff that we're dealing with. Sure, you could be on Azeroth, but like there's and 
light, 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 light crap going on all the time. Then there's void stuff, right? It's kind of like the light versus void kind of expansion going on. And heck, maybe you're de we're dealing with it on the Dragon House. I don't friggin' know. Like I said, combine the two together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you yes. could easily, you know, have it in there where it's like, you know, Andu just went through this horrible, you know, experience. Uh, and now he's just a completely unreliable and Tyrande is still just like, I don't know, you guys, you guys suck. Uh, and Gen's like, Savannah's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, you could, you could easily uh, play it where it's the, the Alliance's turn to uh, to start having those fractures and things like that. Is there going to be a Siege of Stormwind other than episode 100 of Dungeon Fables? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope so because I think that would be an amazing raid. Yeah, could be. That absolutely could be. Um, do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. But if you had told me in Cataclysm or something like, "Hey there, Jay, do you think there's ever going to be a Siege of Pokemon raid?" I'd be like, "No, this is dumb." Mm -mm. Right. True. So yeah, totally could happen. Um, I definitely see the the writing is on the wall, especially with like. You know, like Jane is over there going like, hey, hey, Anduin, they're like torturing stuff. And he's like, yeah, I told him to. Sylvanas is a jerk. We're going to torture everyone <laughs> to get the, the news. And Jane is like, oh, jeez, I, I like this. I'm your king, Auntie Jane. You got to deal with it. Yeah. He's like, this is messed up. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Jaina. She's going to yeah. she's gonna swoop in and save the day because she's the best. Yeah. But yeah. She might. She might. But I, th I think I think it might be Alliance's turn for some unrest. Yeah, I agree. Time. So what about Kalia? Do you think she's ever going to... I mean, she's, she's kind of like a B or C storyline kind of thing going on. Mm. Do you think she's going to have more of a role in next expansion? Well, if they... Again, if we go with the light theme or, you know, stick with that. Totally makes sense to bring her in there. She's this like light forged undead, right? Raised with between a Naru, Alonza's foul, and uh, and Anduin brought her back. Um, totally makes sense that, that she would play a role. Maybe we would get more of that storyline between her and Derek, right? Because that just kind of would yeah faded that, off. That was into something. Um, literally, I followed them. They literally just fade off. Yeah, so did I. I was like, <laughs> I want it. to hear your conversation. <laughs> Don't leave me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is going on? So yeah, I mean, you could totally do more there. I mean. Maybe there's a shred of truth to the uh, to the Scarlet Crusade propaganda. Maybe. Maybe she has a mother too. I don't know. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's Talia though. Age is just doesn't. I don't know. That doesn't really match up. But who knows? Uh, it could be fun. We'll see. Yeah. I, I want to know more about that one for sure. But yeah, Calia Menethil. Mm, I'm thinking. Yeah, she's gonna play a role. Uh, whatever's gonna happen because. You know what she's done in Shadowlands? Squat. That's what she's done. <laughs> she's done basically nothing. She just kind of showed up and she's just kind of staying there. She's like, hey guys, Orbos is neat. I've already been here though. Because remember I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd come hang out. She's like, hey, sub Arbiter. Oh wait, shit, you're dead. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I think Kelly is going to come back. She's going to uh, be the Forsaken leader. Sorry if I triggered a bunch of people, but I did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think you're going to stick with the Horde Council? Oh, yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe she's going to be on the whore council and just be like, Hey guys, I'm like the best. You should listen to me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just I, don't know. I just like think so many people like irrationally hate her or even rationally. It just seems over the top sometimes. I'm just like, I don't know. Which is the Kali I hate. I don't get it. Mm. True. She doesn't do anything. That's the thing. She doesn't do anything. She right. just shows up and stands there. Hey guys, Kelly, what's going on? <laughs> I don't understand why you hate someone that does nothing. So hmm. that's that's my thing. True. All right. Well, so this next one I'm actually really excited about. How do we think Azeroth changes, you know, like the denizens of Azeroth and Outlands and whatnot, with the new knowledge of the workings of the Shadowlands? That's a great question because. I hope the answer is don't tell the common citizen. Because <laughs> that might. But how do they keep that quiet? Okay, well, I mean, obviously, if you were working in Ice Crown, you can't keep that quiet. Right? <laughs> yeah, you, you saw the sky broke. And you know, like, you know, little Zug Zug work, work, orc, and Northrend who's, you know, being worked to the bone, you know, peon, you know, Funk. Funk's going to call his buddy, be like, hey. <laughs> You never believe what just happened in the sky. It's got to, like, people already know. Like, there's no way people don't already know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I tell you right now, uh, it would have huge implications in the real world if we're like, yeah, this is totally what happens. What? <laughs> but in Azeroth, I don't know how you would tell that story. Like, I don't I have really no idea. You could, it's possible you could tell it, but it just seems too, like, I don't know, like, getting down into the weeds of the everyday stuff. But who knows? True. And then it's hard to it's it's hard to know too because we don't know the final result of the Shadowlands as of now. You know, are we going to fix it? Yeah. The, the machine of death. Are we fixing the Arbiter? Like, are they going to stop going straight to the Maw? And is this still a Sorting Hat situation? Are people going to be able to say where they want to go? Like, it's hard to know because I feel like if someone came up to me tomorrow, I was like, "Hey, Ali, I know what happens when we die. Let me let me tell you everything." Like, I feel like that kind of knowledge. I don't know. I feel like it'd do something to my head. Probably. Yeah. And make you maybe think about life, you know, the big life questions very differently. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, how would the new knowledge change the working Shadowlands? I mean, I think one thing that it could very quickly change, um, at least probably the, the biggest impact would be uh, the Night Elven Society. Because. Yes. They had a huge impact and they, you know. They now see, okay, not only is Elune our, our god, but there is a, a inner working between, you know, Ardenweald and all that kind of stuff. So you can definitely tell that story. But how do you tell the average citizen of Westfall how they're impacted? <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> right, right. That's a challenge that uh, I am not good enough of a writer to tell you how you would do it. So I'm going to get Madeline Rue on the job. Oh, good old Madeline Rue. Love her. So I think you bring up something good with the Night Elves because... I'm hoping they find out what happened to everyone who, you know, was lost when the world tree burned, right? So they actually know, like, they, they their souls live on, you know, in Arnwield in peace because the Night Fae saved them all from the Maw because they're good people. And they worked hard to save them all from the Maw and they're to our guest. <laughs> they're good people. I was fucking, we're good people. But uh, I feel like just for them, the knowledge that their loved ones are, you know actually at rest it, it would it would help them i would think yeah yeah and it would also it would be a pretty big change to how 
you know, they view their relationship with Elune and things like that, too. So. Yeah, very much. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It, I, I think, I think that, like I said, the, the Night Elves would be the, the easiest way to actually tell that story because you already saw the, the beginnings of it with the, the discussion between um, Tyrande and uh, Chandris, where they're like, yep, I was very angry, but I didn't know about Ardenweald. So, what are you going to do? But I didn't know. And now I do. Yeah. And as G.I. Joe says. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't say that and not do Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. All right. So next, just my own silly question. If the brokers make it to Azeroth, you know, we, we found out at the end of the Grimoire Shadowlands that they, they're hoping to burst through to Azeroth and do some other trading and whatnot there. They have this knowledge of the great dark beyond. What are you even doing right now? I'm bursting through. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? Okay. <laughs> he looks like he's playing peekaboo with his camera and I'm so confused. For all these you know that Jin usually records standing up like he was like ducking below it and then popping back up. I was so confused. Anyways, um, <laughs> the brokers have, you know, this knowledge of the great dark beyond and from their travels even though they're, you know, a bit of an unreliable narrator at times. How do you think them coming into Azeroth is going to impact things? They're going to set up shop and then we're going to be able to buy things that are weird. <laughs> I don't know. And then they're going to get really mad because they're going to be like, dude, I wanted anima. And like, I got, I got gold. <laughs> what do you want me to do? What is this? This is, this is shiny rock. I don't want it. <laughs> Shiny rock in circle form. <laughs> it's like, let me let me explain to you how economics works. Okay. All right. We use this shiny coin because we all agreed that this is what is valuable to us. All right. Does it actually inherently have value to it? I mean, you can. You can make some cool things out of it, but uh, not really. But we all decided that uh, it's, it's worth something. So there you go. And uh, see you, you the brokers, you guys are weird. You're just saying like, you're basically saying that, oh, okay, we, you, we trade in water. All right. Like, you, we, you know, pay me in water. Like, that's basically what you, it's that weird to us. Right. <laughs> so anyway, that's, I don't know. The brokers could show up and it'd just be like, I don't know. They're just like the new void storage vendors. <laughs> well, that was going to be my next question, right? So. Are we going to get some kind of weird turf war between the brokers and the ethereals? I hope so, because that'd be funny. <laughs> I want it so much. I want all. I want. I want it to be oozing with sass and personality, and I want it in a dungeon. Actually, I want it like anywhere I can have it because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. No, you want it in a dungeon because yeah. you want to talk all about it on dungeon fables and be beautiful. Well, that too, that too, because <laughs> I think those voice lines would be amazing. But I really, I want to see those two come to blows. I want to find out that they're somehow like cousins twice removed or something other, or that they're like great, like long time mortal enemies or something. Like, I'm so convinced there's a connection between them and I want to know what it is. And I want to see them come to blows. Mm-hmm. This probably is fathers, brothers, cousins, nephews, former <laughs> roommates. <laughs> What does that make right. us? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> there could be something there. We don't know. Yeah. Fathers, brothers, never. Right. 
Right. Anyways, next up. Uh, to, well, what do you think? I didn't actually say, wait, do you have anything else you want to add to that? No. <laughs> I don't know what the okay. doing. So. Um, Taronda alone. Do you think we're going to get more details? Not just the, not just in this expansion, but sometime next expansion, are they going to be coming into play? I hope so. Cause they're really cool. That's been my favorite, probably favorite part of, um, uh, well, okay. Second favorite part of Shadowlands. Favorite part of Shadowlands has been Draka. Draka's amazing. And literally the only reason yeah, I'm messing around is. with the Venti right now is because if I'm, if I'm feeling homesick, boom, I'm right back. I'm right back. I go, I go back to, I'm level 80. Level, renowned 80 is fine. They're, they're still happy <laughs> with me. Good. Okay. Yep. I yep. go home. Literally, when I'm running around in Venture, I've got my, uh, I've got my Necrolord. <laughs> my I saw, Necrolord I saw your transmog. transmog. It does Couldn't look, do it. It's, it's good. Venture, yeah. so gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not wearing that transmog. Uh, yeah, no. Toronto and Alune. I think they're pretty awesome. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I actually really hope what is kind of happening is from all of our crazy ramblings up at the beginning, I hope one of the main things that like ties us into the next expansion is like some Ysera, Elun, Taranda thing with the Emerald Dream. Hey, maybe Jin was was wrong and we didn't go to the Shadowlands in 9.2 like he kept saying over and over and over on every single Council of Beerus Fall. And he was called crazy. And then people started coming around to this way of thinking, but the, I don't know, due to delays and everything like that, maybe I'm not going to get that. I'm sort of thinking it was meant to be. It just didn't happen. Maybe they're doing it in the next expansion. So, uh, so yeah, may, maybe there will, will be some some fun Elune Taronda stuff because I don't know. Elune feels like one of those characters that if you're gonna if you get a teaser like we, we had a little bit, we had a little bit in BFA the burning of Teldrassil. It's like Elune put him to sleep, and everyone was like, "That's messed up," right? And then and then the, you know freaking Taronda is like, "I'm gonna be the Night Warrior." <laughs> she goes Night Warrior, right? Right, and you're like, okay, this is BFA stuff. It's pretty cool. I like this. What's going on here? And then, and then Toronto's like, you know, Unqua Melanoma, right? <laughs> that one, right? Uh, it's pretty sweet. So she's chasing down people, and she's uh, she's super angry and mad, and she's like, got stuff going on. I really hope that that's what we get is some more uh, Toronto Loon stuff. But we don't need super crazy e- evil uh, mean. Vengeful Toronto. We just mean, you know, hey, me and Loon, we're tight. We work together. We're doing this. And uh, yeah, it would make sense if Toronto was, you know, showing us the ways of a Loon because she's the priestess of a Loon. She's the high priestess of a Loon. So who better? Right. Right. Uh, so that's my long rambly answer of, of me saying yes. Yes, please. That's what I want. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> uh, what do you think? You think we're going to get some Tyrande Lune goodness? I hope so. Especially when we go back to Azeroth and see how the Night Elves are faring these days. Like, it just, it, it needs to happen. I really hope so. I agree. So, last but not least, at least on, on this list I have here, what is Khadgar up to these days? Uh, I feel like he has been honing his craft. He's been taking some improv courses. Uh, so... <laughs> He's been uh, he's been working on his uh, on his, his, his nice tight five uh, set right. He's getting it he's getting it all set up and really ready to go. So next time we see him, those dad jokes are gonna be oh, chef's kiss, so good. So uh, I think that's what Cat goes up to. Right. Too. I mean, for God's sakes, I mean, it, you know, Ian Hazakosis was like, eh, you know, 
we've been learning some lessons in 915. You know, maybe we've, you know, we're changing minds, changing our ways. Uh, so yeah, maybe Khadgar's gonna be like, boom, no more factions. Pow, pow, pow. Factions are dumb. Pow. You can, you can play with your friends. And it's Khadgar that did it. Because yeah, he's like the most powerful mage of them all. And the only mage you can't beat is Jaina. Because Jaina. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't say the most powerful mage of them all. And then step back and be like, except for Jaina. You said but, the most. But, but Jaina, you, you is, she's, no, the, most, she's no. the most violent mage you of them said, all. No. So you, you get it? She's like, pow. No. You said it. <laughs> okay, that's great. I mean, that's the thing. You're basically telling me of your two favorite yeah. besties. Who was your favorite bestie? I'm like, well, I gotta go with Jaina because she's awesome. But Khadgar is also awesome. It's like, come on, they're both awesome. Come on, they are. They are both awesome. They really are. So yeah, I mean, what do you think Khadgar's up to in a in a realistic sense? Because I don't know, he's probably just hanging out in Karazhan, getting smarter. <laughs> yeah, I think he's doing a lot of reading. I think we're going to find him like surrounded by a bunch of like stacks of books and whatnot. I think he has found some kind of weird way to communicate with Medivh somehow. And maybe getting more information that way. And I really do think he is trying to find the Dragon Isles. I think he is he is on a quest to find them. That's my like huge go to for the next expansion. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Do we have anything else we want to talk about with this since we didn't get any 9.2 news? So, I think so far, I mean, uh, that, was a, that was a good discussion. I think we uh, kind of covered all the bases of what the, I would say, kind of like the obvious hints. Um, maybe even some of the, the less obvious hints, you know, Scarlet Crusade propaganda. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I do want some Scarlet that Crusade would, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a lot of fun to read into those and to know that they're, you know, all kind of, you know, crazy and whatnot. But there might be, you know, little little, little hints of things, maybe, or a version of of things. Yeah, I mean, we're all reading into mounts. I mean, might, might as well. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> very true. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's all. That's all I got. I mean, and then this will be a placeholder if we get any 9.2 news before next Thursday. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we were talking earlier and we were like, okay, we have to be prepared that we might have to add things to the notes in case we get notes today, which, which we didn't. So hopefully that it doesn't drop tomorrow. But in the world of content creation, it's usually how this goes. You record a show and the next day all the news drops. Or, I mean, the more obvious thing is probably going to happen. It's going to go out, you know, midnight Tuesday and everyone's going to start listening and then they're going to be like, silly, Jane. They just released it today. <laughs> entirely possible it could it could happen but that's fine you can you can tell us how close were we <laughs> that's true you can tell us we were completely wrong or that there's there's some some truth here going on yeah 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 well speaking of things that could or could not be right i don't know what that transition was but i asked <laughs> in the discord we just called all our fans wrong <laughs> No, I said the c- could or could not. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm right all the time. Like, it's 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 fine. Hey, we have a Discord. If you were in Jin's Discord from Really Great, you're in there. Hello. But if you aren't in the Discord, how could they join the Discord, Jin? Oh, crap. I got to run this again. <laughs> I believe I, it I is. Was, I believe it is Discord. Yes, it is discord.livelaughlore.com. There you go. That's how you, that's how you do it. Boo. 
Or if you could just be become a patron, and it'll automatically put you in there. <laughs> that too. But we we do like to ask from time to time some people's thoughts about what the topic is so we can share on the show. Like Mud, when I asked, you know, what's going to happen the next expansion, Mud says, well, it's about time for another faction war again because we don't learn from our past. So I think we're going to find a new pathway of the Trogs and Kobolds that goes down between the land and Deep Home. The Alliance will team up with the Kobolds and try to protect the one true candle <laughs> and the Horde will assault with the Trogs attempting to genocide yet another race off Azeroth. Sweet. The one true candle. I love you it. You candle. <laughs> <laughs> was a, yeah, that was the that was a great folk and fairy tale. The the, the it was the so good with the candles. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. There's the one true candle. Now we know why they have the candles. <laughs> exactly. Do you want to read Shad's? Sure. So Shad said, "Really hoping for the Dragon Isles." So well, we get a whole bunch of Dragon Isle talk in this episode. So. Maybe discover a long-lost dragonflight or something like that. Ooh. That could work because... That'd be awesome. I mean, like like I was saying, I mean, according to Chronicle, dragons were originally from elementals, and we don't have all the bases covered, so... Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm not sure how a whole dragonflight could get lost, but it seems like a cool thing <laughs> to find. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, I'm on the other side of Azeroth, it's fine. Sure. I'm not sure whether we will still get old god temples there, like in the original concept art. Oh, I hope so. It seems like a lot of that was used in Kulturis instead, particularly in uh, Stormsong, I believe. Is where yes. Was. Yeah, that did look. Stormsong did look a lot like the uh, original concept there. It's a new area on Azeroth, though, so it will probably have a Titan facility that will was conveniently offline during BFA. Well, I mean, it didn't have to necessarily conveniently be offline. I think because in one of our little crazy episodes, we were talking about the the different um, the the different uh, freaking facilities, and and one of them there are I believe there is two that were mentioned by name that we have no idea what they are. Yeah, something like that. The Mimram like just straight up ignored. Yeah, Mimram was like, no, it's, it's fine. And he hung up on us. No. Uh, and yeah. then we had the two. Yeah, there was two mysteries. Yeah, it was Mother that was, like, checking in on him. It was like, okay, this one's good, this one's good. And, and she mentioned, too, that we're like, what's that? <laughs> right? Yeah. So, could be one of those that was or was not offline. And then there was the other random one That'd that be was awesome. like, yeah, that one's really scary. Don't approach. Right? There was, there was that one, too. So, maybe it's that one. So, anyway, there you go. So, absolutely right. Um, if you are... Thinking Dragon Isles and Dragons and Tear and creating the dragons, blah, 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 blah. It would make sense that there's a Titan facility there. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. A Far Dawn says, given that time is not a construct of death, isn't it possible that we return to Azeroth and many thousands of years have passed? In that instance, what would Azeroth look like? Heck, Azeroth could even have awoken. Okay, it's not going to happen, but it presents all sorts of possibilities. Yeah, and I think, um, like going off of this one, I believe what they talked about in, um, what is it, a thousand years of war, right? So time passed super fast. Um, right. Closer to the center of the universe, basically, is the, the explanation. You can think of it as like, uh, 
you know, you're on the inside track, right? As you keep spinning and spinning, you, you go faster. So, right? Right, right. So time was moving much faster for Turalyon is the reason why, uh, you know, he was, you know, it was a thousand years of war, right? You get the idea. Um, and I always, you know, you kind of wonder if time is not a construct of death. That almost feels almost the opposite where we'll get back from like, you know, years of the Shadowland and like nine seconds have passed. Or it could be or it could be the, the opposite. I don't think I don't think not. I don't know. It could be thousands of years have passed. It could, it could go either way. Um, so, yes, you could be right. You could be wrong. I may be crazy, but it may just be a lunatic you're looking for or power of that Billy Joel song goes. <laughs> You're pretty close. You're pretty close. I have in my head that they confirmed there's not going to be a time skip. Or did they actually just try to say, like, there might not be a time skip. We don't know. Just try to throw us off the scent. That was a while ago, so I can't remember. Do you remember? Yeah, no one's really talking about it anymore, so I feel like they were pretty much like, yeah. these are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, I mean... Is it still up in the air? Possibly. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, because if they did a time skip, you would you would basically have to say, all right, remember Cataclysm, where we redid all these zones? All right, we're going to have to redo literally every single zone. Right. <laughs> so so no, I don't, think, I don't think they're going to do it. It would be heck of fun. And it would be, you could do all sorts of crazy speculation of what the heck would happen if a thousand years of time passed. But no, I don't think, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I feel like if they're going to do any kind of time skip, it's going to be like a six months later kind of thing. <laughs> it's like a SpongeBob. Six years later. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to read our last one? Sure. So, Solaris Wesson says, at this point, I have no idea <laughs> what it could be, but... Uh, TNE mentioned in a video about the Stormouth hinting to the next expert. Yeah, we totally talked about that. But the Firecat is just so out of left field, I'm stumped. I just want to know if we are dealing with the Jailer in this expat or the next. It's a good question. I really feel like it's this one because, I don't know. If we only have any 9.2 news by the time the next episode comes back, I'm probably going to have to do my uh, exposition on the Jailer. Why is he so crap of a villain? <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> well, I feel I feel like that's definitely going to come down the road, but I almost think that we can't do that yet until we know his end. Yeah, that's true. Because if, if we're doing something as big as, you know, first ones and visiting the sepulchre or whatever, that's, that's some big stuff. Some big stuff. So I feel that makes me feel like maybe we're not done with the jailer after this expansion. It feels kind of silly to toss them in there and be like, well, when expansion, we're done. Goodbye. Mm. But then again, maybe they will. Who who knows? Yeah, who knows? Because the Nathrius is way cooler than the Jailer. Do you know why? Because you can understand him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel That's bad. That's true. I feel bad every single time I put a Jailer quote in this podcast because I'm like, no one's going to know that. They said, no one's going to know. <laughs> I feel like it, it's is, a, it is tricky sometimes. It's like the TikTok trend. No one's going to know. No one's gonna know. <laughs> How are they gonna know? <laughs> you're so you're so trendy. I know, so trendy. <laughs> well, I think that is just about it. Unless you have anything else you want yeah. to add there. 
No, I think we should uh, start wrapping things up. All right. Well. By thanking a new patron. We can. So if you notice it, Solaris Wesson was up in that group there that we were talking. So thank you very much to Solaris Wesson for becoming a patron. And we very much appreciate your uh, support because you're awesome. Thank you. You're amazing. And if you think that I don't listen to other lore shows, I totally do. And I hear your little comments on uh, friggin' uh, Torn and the Goblin all the time. Especially yep. the last episode. You were very <laughs> chatty. It was a good one. <laughs> it was it was really good. And always it makes me laugh when Nick mentions something that, you know, Solara says in chat. So I'll sit here like, I know him. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, once again, thank you very much, Solaris. Really appreciate the support. Now, would you like to thank our other patrons there, Allie? Since you're, yes. since you're so good at talking about Patreon. <laughs> you know, you're not awkward at all. Not one bit. Not no, in this life. I am smooth like butter. Mo butter, mo butter. <laughs> we <laughs> I do this without like looking at Jen. It's ridiculous. So we have Kellen P, Mud, Chris Malore, Dungeon Master Burke, and Anna, and Solaris Wesson. Thank you all so much for supporting us and being just wonderful people. All right. Well, I suppose we can jump into this. Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. So I found this neat, cute, adorable little story. And I, I had to use it because I can't even imagine being a healthcare worker during the pandemic. They have been through so much. And, you know, there was a time, at least here in Colorado, every night at 8 p.m., a whole bunch of people would go outside and just start cheering, clapping, especially with those who lived near a hospital, just to, for, to support the healthcare workers. And that quickly faded away. But we're still in the pandemic. They're still working our butts off. And... They have been under so much stress stress and pressure and just so many horrible situations. And they're, they're heroes. And these heroes deserve some love. And in Hawaii, it came in the form of a furry visitor. As the pandemic drags on, some of Hawaii's frontline healthcare workers are getting much needed support in the form of a four-legged friend. Here you go. There's a new employee and celebrity at the Queen's Medical Center. He's a beanie baby. (laughs) Samson is a therapy dog trained by assistance dogs of Hawaii. Unlike other hospital dogs who provide comfort to patients, this three-year-old golden retriever is lifting the spirits of staff. And it's the first time that we, as a program, or really anyone that I've heard of, has placed a dog to work exclusively with the healthcare providers to support and benefit them. Samson started his work at Queens in September when COVID cases were at an all-time high. It's been very stressful for the staff. Uh, the patients have been sicker. The patient load has been greater. Mental health is so important, uh, and I think it has been overlooked for so on, early on. And now it's been it, at the forefront, especially with the pandemic. But with every snuggle, paw shake, or wag of a tail, Samson helps prevent burnout and motivates staff to want to come back to work. Whenever we go to uh, a, a unit or to to an office, it, it's amazing to see the demeanor of people, how it changes them, and how it makes them feel 
feel happy. And one of the physicians said, please bring Samson around here. We just had something that really affected all of us, and we just feel that Samson's presence would help. And so we spent about 20 minutes with all the staff in the emergency room, and after that, they were better. Samson was trained to be a COVID detection dog, but that wasn't his forte. Samson uh, really didn't want to participate in it. He favored mingling with people. And those people skills are paying off. We're getting more and more requests for this type of service just to help support the healthcare workers. It's been such a difficult time for them, and we're really happy to be able to support the important work that they do. I, I had to use that one. A, I'm biased. Samson looks a lot like my golden retriever, and they're about the same age. So it made me legit wonder if there's any chance that someone from her litter ended up in Hawaii. And I'm absolutely going to ask my father-in-law if he knows about that because it's uncanny. But, um, you know, you hear a lot about service dogs visiting the patients and stuff. And so I thought this was just a really lovely story about taking care of the healthcare workers because that can really help someone's sanity. And these heroes could use some love. So, yeah. Yeah, this looks like, this was an awesome story. I liked it. I don't know. Any of these friggin' animal stories always make me happy. That's awesome. Me too. Me too. All right. Well, we're supposed to get out of here. We should. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. Can do that. Seriously, just our like nine point two news is gonna come out tomorrow. <laughs> Probably. You can all thank us later for summoning it. Yeah, that's okay. That's amazing. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Thanks for listening to Live, Laugh, Lore. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss or a question that you're just dying to know the answer to, send us an email at livelaughlorecast at gmail.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jen on Twitter at Jared Cooster, and you can follow Allie at Allie Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care.